0: This is The Miniaturist Podcast, supported by Nick Hearn Books. Episode 4, 4.30 by Phoebe e. Claire powell
1: It is 3am and everyone is either leaving or in this for the long haul.
2: I sell how many items that day? How am I supposed to remember? Hoods, faces, moms, babies, prams... Families, old, young, black, white, Asian, mixed-race, tall, skinny, fat, men, women. I work a 12-hour shift, and I mean a real 12 hours. Sometimes I forget to eat. We're open all night.
3: I mean all fucking night. The clubs make you wear earplugs, insurance, you know. Mate of mine went deaf doing this. Well, he was a DJ as well, but mostly a barman like me. You think a few years be fun? Pull a few pints, pull a few punters. But when you get into the club game, it's different. You become nocturnal. You become something
1: else. I see her dancing with some guy. Mouth, shall we call it a night? <laughs> but she's doing her slutty hippie moves. That's eyes half closed and arms in the air. Slow, half time to the music, bend of knees. Classic move. I'm bored could pop an E but I would still be bored. Do you feel that sometimes? Just bored of everything and everyone. I think that's why I went to the bar to get another drink. Thought maybe then I'd get excited about something or someone.
2: I had to expand. Toilet roll and Ben and Jerry's wasn't enough. Nowadays they want all the milks, the magazines, the veg, the spinners. We bought the shop next door. It was a big moment for us. The rent has gone up three times since we did that. And we bought it last year.
3: I serve roughly 300 customers a night. I'm one of six bars in the club, but we're on the first floor, more house, techno, and sometimes not as busy as cheese or 90s R&B, which is upstairs. But it was busy that night. By 3 a.m. I was struggling. You know, there's only so much Red Bull you can drink before you start to think that you might actually shit yourself. It's pure acid. You eat before your shift, but it's not much pasta salad from Tesco or something like that and you can feel the acid just sitting there. I burped in a man's face once, he was too confused to take the change so I kept it. 58p but I kept it.
4: I suppose I was distracted if I'm honest and I feel like being honest, no matter how much trouble it gets me in because the guilt. The guilt is fucking monumental, actually, and it's starting to um, affect my everyday, if you know what I mean. So, here goes. I was distracted that night. Why? My daughter. it, It was about my daughter.
1: She is clearly into him. He's okay. He's, um he's got oh, he's so indistinct i can't even we work together charlotte and i we work well, not together together but she's a model like me we had a shoot together once ages ago and we became mates same agency and for once i didn't hate this woman wasn't jealous of her just liked her we shared a cab back from the job and actually had a good time She's not from London, which helped, I think. It's nice to meet someone else who doesn't want to rush past it all. I don't know, not like London is new or anything. I've been here five years, so you know, practically a local. Australia feels very far away, and that's probably because it is. I don't go back for Christmas. She is ignoring me and I don't know whether to leave or not because, oh fuck it, she's an adult. Know what I mean? I can Uber if I have to and she can do what she likes, she'll be fine. She's Canadian. A snowboarder with a size 4 waist. She's incredible. Really. She's beautiful. Properly beautiful. Those dark eyes and blank skin... I think she might make it, actually.
5: When you're told to do something, when you're told to just fucking do something, you do it. No questions. No time for questions. Someone once said boundaries. you got to have boundaries. But I just thought, i got to get through today alive. Boundaries are not my issue right now. It's 3am and the bouncer doesn't even check me. Which is a fucking nice change.
1: Vodka slim wine
3: Sure. Car machine's fucked. Sorry. Any cash?
1: No. Sorry.
3: Oh, one sec. Having a good night?
1: Not really.
3: Well, I hope this helps, then. Um...
1: Is it working?
3: Yeah, uh, one more. Yep. Yeah, there we go.
1: You have nice
3: eyes. OK. You see, my
4: little girl, she's not little, actually. Sorry. I, I realize that makes a sound, what, five or something? She's 15. But a young 15 mind. Okay, she's small. She's still got something a bit, you know, young about her, naive, sweet kid, super nice, a bit out of it, you know. I I thought, okay, bless you. You're different. I I did good here. Unlike the other little one who's 11 going on 20, she's a nightmare. Bling and iPhone and hair extensions. Look at me. I mean, she's fucking fabulous, right? But I'm already petrified. But Naomi, she's... She's quiet. She cares about everyone. Gets worried if the cats don't eat all their tea. I thought she was unaffected by it all. Late starter. But this afternoon, I I find...
2: I find... Friday, so it's busy, you know? Extra load of people, or what in their good time Friday booze in it? Or what in their nasty fags and their lighters and their boosts and their mixers and their bottles of overpriced wine? It's Friday, the snack after work, the lottery card, the homeless man who pretends to browse. It is all very, very familiar. So I zone out to be honest, I don't even notice when he buys it, because why would I? I am somewhere else in my head. I'm anywhere but here. So no, I'm afraid I couldn't tell you anything more than that, really. You have the CCTV anyway, and I know it's
3: ironic because I end up getting hurt by it. You have nice eyes. Please, I'm gay, but the women still, well, they still think if they flirt with me, I'll serve them quicker, like we're all in the same gang or something, the same side. I am not on anyone's side, honey, and it's funny because they never fucking tip, but the blokes do. But they tip and pretend it's not a big deal. I mean, it is ethics after all, and we're not that unusual. But they don't like it if you smile back too hard. Go figure. I text my boyfriend. Manager catches you on your phone, you get a warning. Get three warnings, you're out. I'm on my second warning. Maybe I want to lose the job. Truth is, I can't afford to. Tried to be a paramedic, but didn't earn enough to eat. We didn't earn enough to pay the rent on the boyfriend's slightly too swanky flat, to be honest, so had to pack that in. Oh, I loved it. But it didn't make sense. Sadly, this makes more sense. My boyfriend is in bed. He sends me a picture of his big, hard dick, and suddenly, I am awake again. A few more hours, and I get to be back in bed with him. An hour together, and then he's up for his work on a Saturday. Proper job, estate agent. Oi, don't be mean, he's one of the nice ones. Supposedly. Well, that's what we get. One hour. Fuck me, it's bliss. I suppose my training came in useful at least. I did think that, I did think. Well, maybe I was meant to be on shift that night. I missed that hour, though. I really wanted those 60 minutes of love. We've broken up since. But it makes sense.
1: It's not my kind of place, I'll be honest. She's more into this fake tiki nonsense. VIP areas, you know, stained sofas and cheap leather bench things. You know, booths and men who smell too much of men. We're not partying with Carl Lagerfeld in Miami, with Cara, so let's at least party with Carl from Crawley in Essex with that girl off Towie. I used to think London would be... I don't know sexier than it is. But it's really dirty. It's covered in chewing gum and spit and really ugly people actually. Maybe it's time to go home. God, it's 3 a.m. Really, it's time to go home. I really wish I had just gone home.
5: I feel for the bottle in my trousers. Get it out, check it's the right one. Down that Lucas in one I'm feeling sleepy and that's just not good enough. Text tells me where to be and when. Still kind of packed in here. Identifying people. Bodies. Who's who? I see him. I see him, though. Whole time are my eyes on his. Waiting. Waiting. But I am dying to do this. Excited to fucking do this, actually. The lights and the beats. It's more like a movie than just a fucking street. At night there's a, a certain bit of, what do you say? You know, drama about it. You get me? Yeah, like a movie. Hot girls dancing like bitches on heat. Skinny things, look at them. So fucking into their own fucking faces and bodies. <laughs> it makes me laugh. He moves. Smoking area. Don't follow. Too obvious. Let him have that cigarette. Let him fucking have it. Quite like this, huh?
4: It happens before I leave for work that night. I'm at home, in the bathroom. I like to have a good wash before the shift. Just gets you out of the house, you know what I mean? When I find the scissors, then I think... Well, you see, I'm a bit of a clean freak. Who's left these out? And I'm about to cut um, a piece of a... Uh, you know, when the skin dries up around your thumbnail? You know, I'm one of those uh, annoying bits. I'm a picker. Wife can't stand it. And I see the telltale signs of... Um, well, pubes, actually. And the toilet bowl is full of them, and I think, what the... And I realise... I realise what has happened and what it means. And I'm furious, frankly. Might not be the best reaction, but I'm fucking furious.
1: The guy she's dancing with makes a break for the smoking area. She barely registers, just keeps moving to the music with no dance partner. Clearly he's made a right impression. I follow him. When I wanna get close up, see what she sees, because from here, there's just nothing. I should have grabbed her then. I wish I had grabbed her then. Cigarette? Hello. Got my own thanks. Just a lighter? Right. Charlotte's mate? Yeah, Sophie.
0: Cole. You, uh, went around for her or... Cause I, uh, wouldn't if I were you.
1: No, yeah, sh- she's...
0: You're well stuck in. It's not surprising. Sorry? What's she like? Every week, getting her name? That sort of thing?
1: Uh, is that still a thing?
0: <laughs> no, no. I know what you're thinking, but you know, she's popular, we love her here.
1: We? It's
0: uh, my club.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> um, Well done. Not a fan? Not really, sorry. I I, I think my parting days are over. You're all
0: having a new look then. Twelve for modelling, probably. Right. I'm ribbing you! You can still do a catalogue, you know what I mean? You're hardly 17.
1: Keep reminding me, please. Ozzy? Yes? Why well, come here? Because I thought London was supposed to be fucking fantastic. Go home, then. Wow. I'm going to finish my cigarette and then I'll go.
0: Alright. Tell, uh, Charlotte. I'll, uh, see you in a minute. Sure.
1: What a lucky girl.
0: Watch yourself. It's dangerous London, isn't it? Not like sunny Oz. Different kind of sharks.
1: I was angry. I was so fucking angry. I wanted to kick and scream and punch.
2: You see, I really, really hate this. All of it.
5: In fact, I don't hate. I just don't care.
3: Sometimes, it just feels like we're all nothing. You leaving?
1: No.
4: You can't stand there then, love.
1: Fuck's sake. Excuse me? Nothing. Sorry. Where should I stand?
4: Smoking is that way.
1: No. I just want to get some air.
4: You drunk? Need us to call you a cab?
1: No. I... mate's just... I'm hot. It's hot in there.
4: You can't be standing here, love. It's just the rules.
1: Yeah. I get it. I get it. That's a nice car. Bosses. (laughs) Yeah, it would be. Am I allowed to look at it?
4: You sure you're not drunk, love? Because we have a strict policy.
1: Fine. My fiancé's thinking of buying us a car. Just want to have a look, that's all. So I went over after lying about this mystery fiancé. First time I've ever really lied like that. And I went over and I thought about taking my pants off and pissing on the car but the bouncer was watching me. So I took my house key out of my clutch, all tight and close to my body, and as I pretended to go around and look at it, you know, through the windows, I dug my key into the side of the car. The soft grey paint of that beautiful car And I pulled the key as far as I could without being seen. And the gash was just beautiful. Like a deep, dark scar. And I remembered how when I was a kid, about 13 or something growing up in Melbourne, a boy had threatened to cut open my face because I'd laughed at him when he fell over in the hallway. And because I was beautiful and everyone knew it. I was naturally fucking beautiful. Just not as beautiful as Charlotte, as Charlotte was.
4: So I stormed into Naomi's room. We don't let him have locks. No locks in our house. And I show her the scissors, and I show her the toilet bowl, and I ask her, what the fuck does she think she's doing? Because it's not on. And her mother and I, we spoke to her about getting a razor, and how she wasn't allowed one yet, because Jesus Christ, she's 15. And the hair on her legs is fair and fine and not a big deal yet. Because it's dangerous to be giving teenage girls things like razors and wax kits and all this bollocks. And she starts crying, trying to tell me something, and her mum comes in and has a go. And we start shouting so much that we don't listen. We don't listen to what she's trying to say about swimming lessons. About how someone pointed at her in the swimming baths and laughed. And the look on her face, the shame, the pure red faced shame that she feels. I can feel it burning off her. It's a lot to handle. And then it's 7 PM and time for my shift. And I'll leave her. My little girl. Crying. Angry. Embarrassed. I wanna smash every cunt in bloke's face who queues up tonight. But instead i just wave him through. Because
2: everything's a bit fucked up, really. And I don't know how to make it up to her. Because the irony is that it just so happens that my cousin texts me. He's at this club. The big one. It's not far from here, actually. You get the girls all coming in and squeaking and shouting, wanting this and that and dropping things. Fucking annoying. And I want to go out. So badly want to drink and dance. But I can't afford it. He says, I'll pay. Birthday money, innit? His family went all out to be fair. The posh cousins, the ones with the driveway, you get me? And I'm hating life so hard so I say, yeah, fuck it, and I pull in a favour. Tell my brother, you can handle the next few hours without me. Back by 5am, promise. Just an hour. An hour, a drink, a dance. Maybe I'll meet someone, eh? Maybe I'll get fucking lucky for once. (laughs) Ha! Fucking chance.
1: 4am, and this is just stupid now, really fucking stupid, some guys start a fight. They're shouting, a few empty threats hurled under the DJ's terrible music. It's techno now, just techno, maybe techno house, it's so fucking shit. And so you get this noise and then the echo of this guy shouting and then some more bleeps and a boom, boom. And everyone has just turned for a bit to watch. The bouncer who spoke to me before bundles him out quick and easy, like he can't even be bothered. And then it's just gone. And I realise that everyone is fucked apart from me. I miss my mum suddenly. Thinking, what time is it in Melbourne? What is she doing right now?
2: I get in. Cousin is sitting in this shitty VIP area, surrounded by shitty fake palm trees. Show off prick, but he pulls me a vodka. I sip it, yeah? It's not worth my skin to go back to work too pissed. He points out my t-shirt, says that looks like shit. And it is, it's Primark, but I know this game. We've been playing it since we were kids. I just nod, smile, whatever. I down that vodka. I pour myself another from the expensive bottle on the table. The stuff we don't even sell behind our counter. We watch some guy try to punch another. People are just a bit shit, aren't they?
5: I'm getting bored now. There was a fight. I had a look. No one I knew. Let him deal with it. The pants are his shit though, so that's good to know. Looks tired and old. I'll be out of here in seconds. (laughs) Bit too easy. I keep watching him though. He's dancing with some tiny one. Her arms are in the air like she's trying very hard not to care. (laughs) Christ, she can't dance. She's super fucking skinny. Nice dark hair. Man, he's an ugly fuck. <laughs> but when you own a club, eh? I have to time this right. It's getting quieter. That's not good. But my man's not here. So just wait. Just wait. Oh, sorry. Watch it. I'm sorry, I was just... I think
1: I'm more fucked than I realised. Can I some of your aid? You want something? Sorry, forget I I'm just a bit. See, the problem is that drinking vodka on no food eventually gets to you. And I've had years of practice at this, but tonight, for some reason, it's hitting me oh so hard. I don't usually like to drink. This feels... Oh, she's kissing him now? The boss himself, pit stains and cigar breath. His ugly hands on her precious, sizeful waist. She's doing anything she can to close her eyes and pretend she's into the music. Look at him. Look at his fat face next to hers. She's perfect and he's just dirt. Nasty, nasty fucking dirt. I hate this. I have to sit down.
2: Oi, VIP area.
1: I am VIP. Been here all night. I'm a model actually.
2: I've never seen you.
1: Topshop, three years ago. Nothing much since then actually, if you want to know. I'm a banker. Right, good for you.
2: Do you want some vodka? Not really. My cousin says he thinks you're nice.
1: Your cousin can talk to my face if he wants.
2: He's shy.
1: You're not, so I think I'll talk to you
2: okay um, so you're australian
1: yep well done
2: hot over there uh, beaches yep hot
1: with beaches
2: why do you keep staring at that girl
1: she's my friend
2: she looks like she's busy she is boring when that happens isn't it very i'm not a banker <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. I work in a shop. My own shop.
1: (laughs) That's nice. Bankers are shit.
2: Your mate looks like she needs someone to step in. Like she needs rescuing.
1: Does she? Maybe we could dance.
2: Right. I don't really...
1: Dance? No one dances to this. This is shit but let's
2: just do it anyway. Okay. And so that's where I was. On the dance floor, dancing with this, yeah, good looking tanned woman, right? So, not my type, but she seemed like she needed propping up, you know? Like she was sad or something. Clearly she was,
3: I don't know, to someone else. But I thought, we're both sad, so why not just dance? I suppose now you mention it, Yeah, I did notice a guy sort of out of step, not dancing, not with a group. Maybe, or or maybe I just think I did. You know when you hear something happens, so you plant it in the memory. Well, he's there now, standing, staring. But in reality, I was just focusing so hard on that picture of my boyfriend's extremely erect penis, and when I was gonna get a toilet break to send him one back. And I realized, I haven't been for pissing ages. So I ended up begging cover and running to the toilets across the dance floor.
1: I make this guy, sweet guy, dance close to Charlotte. I want to catch her. I feel like her arm should be around me, not him. Charlotte, I don't think she had a clue about it, how much I loved her, every part of her when it happened.
4: Called home 4.30 in the morning, and I called home left my post for a second, you see. I just needed to hear that she was okay. I needed to know my little girl had gone to sleep.
5: And he's here, finally. And with that, I throw it, dash it, what's the word? Sort of fling it wide and clear. Mostly at him, but a few of the others, they get hit. They get the spray of it on them. An arm, a hand, a shoulder, a bare back, face, chin, eyes, hair, mouth And they all start screaming at once, and I leg it. Damage done. Perhaps more than intended. And I disappear. Just like that. Lucas like a bottle in a drain. And nothing else.
2: At first,
3: you think someone spilled a drink. You're wet. You just registered that you're wet. And I can really hear the screams, you see, because of the earplugs. I couldn't hear my own voice as loud as it probably was. I wasn't at the door. So
4: I didn't catch him. I didn't see him at all. I was on the phone. She was in bed. She was okay. I wanted to apologize. My wife wouldn't wake her up. She said, do it tomorrow. And then I felt the hairs on my arms rise and I knew something was wrong because suddenly, screaming
2: and the burning The burning is really...
4: Hot
1: and sharp, like wasps things, like being attacked all at once. Like putting your hand under boiling water and feeling cold, like all the nerves in your face and arms. And it's
3: wrong. You just know it's wrong. And in that panic, I remembered my training. Water.
1: Get water!
3: And I grabbed a plastic cup, shouting, Water! Water! At my fellow barman but everyone was fumbling, panicking, because people think terrorists attack, don't they? Nowadays. Carl,
1: he got the worst of it, but she was right next to there, ne- next to his body, part of his body, and I tried so hard to get her out of the way, tried to shield her from it, but it was too late.
2: She runs to her friend, it's all blurs, all seconds. I can't even remember, and my eyes, you know, you instinctively close your eyes. Like, fuck, I closed my eyes. And I just couldn't help thinking, how do I get back to work now? How do I explain this? What even is this? I
1: got her to the toilet, trying to shush her. She's screaming and panicking. Her face is blistering in front of me, thinking do I try and get her clothes off or not? What's better, what's worse? I throw a girl out from the sinks and shove her head under the water, keep the taps on full, keep shushing and trying to say it's okay, it's okay, when the girl I pushed aside points to the side of my face and runs. You see, I hadn't even felt my own skin boil.
3: Someone's called an ambulance. I tell them, Fire Brigade! But they don't understand. They have access to more water, you fucking dicks. Water! These people are exploding. My own arm, shoulder is searing. I want to save these people. I would have made a
2: fucking good paramedic. My Primark t shirt is melting into me. Cheap fibre becoming mingled with my chest here. I can't move for people running. I need to get out. I think just my luck, try to have a bit of fun and I'm like, God must be laughing at me so hard right now and it's carnage, getting pushed and pulled in every direction, people streaming out of the club,
4: running, shouting, police arrive, ambulances, it's quick and I feel lost in it, then I remember that it's my job to protect these people, to help them and I fail. And as I help this woman into an ambulance, I can't stop saying sorry. I'm so sorry, Naomi.
1: I hold her under those sinks for ages until exhausted and starting to feel the pain. I sit there holding her on the bathroom floor, cradling her sore, tight body and face Eyes swelling, lips bubbling, and the horror of it is unrelenting. She was beautiful. She was perfection. And still is. I'll kiss the part of her that isn't hurt. Kiss her fingers and tell her she'll be okay.
3: I see two women on the floor of the toilets, and for a second, I don't want to disturb them, because they look almost peaceful but I realise they're in shock and I have to help them. Lift them up. <laughs> Thank fuck these muscles finally came in handy. Not just for Instagram, eh? I don't know what happened to him. them. Um, well, I, I hope they're both okay. When I finally get home, shoulder wrapped in cellophane, well he's at work, but the news reaches him and he calls from his office. Puts it all over his Facebook first though. Does that before he rings me. And I realise, this isn't the life I wanted, actually. And so I quit. And, uh, and we break up. And I go back to training.
4: I'll get home. I'll sit on my daughter's bed. Any minute now, she'll get up for ice skating. And I cry.
1: I sit there on that toilet floor and tell her that I love. I've always loved her. That she doesn't need to be beautiful for anyone else but me. but she has seen herself in the mirror. And I don't think she hears a word I say.
2: In the hospital, my brother doesn't even tell me off. He told me to take a holiday, actually. Because life is really fucking short. I tell him, Australia, that's where I want to go. Somewhere really hot and really far away from here. We're going next month.
1: I don't know how long we're in those toilets for until a man, a man barges in and lifts us up. I think I recognise him. And then the bouncer is helping me into the ambulance and he looks at me and he says sorry. And the weight of his face tells me that he feels it's his fault. But it isn't. The guy I danced with is next to me in the hospital. We try and laugh about it. (laughs) He seems to have the same sense of humour like that. He keeps asking me, Melbourne or Sydney? Which one's better? I haven't spoken to her, Charlotte, since. She doesn't return my calls. The hospital tells me she's gone home. But later when I go there, she won't answer the door. I shout her name till I am raw. Mum tells me to come home. Back to sunny Oz. Where people don't throw acid at each other in the fucking street, she says. But I tell her that I'm staying. Because a man I didn't know came and got me out of that toilet. Threw water on us and carried us out of there. Because... The guy I danced with stayed with me in the hospital when he realised I had no one to come and get me. And because a bouncer told me he was sorry, but it wasn't even his fault. I am staying here. Because there is good. A little bit of good, and it is my home. Even if it is really ugly. Because sometimes beautiful isn't all it's cracked up to be.
0: That was 4.30 by Phoebe e. Claire powell It was directed by Andy Goddard and performed by Mary Rubus, Fuad Ahmed, Howard Perret, Pip Gladwin, Andy Goddard and Lee Hunter. Thank you for listening to the Miniaturist Podcast. This podcast is supported by Nick Hearn Books, the UK's leading independent publisher of plays and books about theatre. See their full range of titles at www.nickhearnbooks.co.uk For more on The Miniaturists, including dates for our acclaimed short play nights, visit miniaturist.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at Miniaturists.
2: Tune in next week for episode 5, The Holy Road by Vinay Patel.